So welcome to our program, Coach to Coach. Today's guest is Martin Dawes. Martin's a coaching peer of mine from Jamie Smart's coaching program. Martin actually was the first person to coach me during our peer coaching sessions on that program. And he's had a profound impact on me and helped rid me of some baggage I've been carrying around for 15 years. After my session with Martin, I was free of it. So Martin, I want to thank you again for, for what you did for me. It was a huge shift in my life. Um, one of many that have happened since getting in, in touch with this whole coaching business. Uh, Martin's a coach, a social care professional, and an author uh, of the book, The Overwhelmed Manager, The Health and Social Care Manager's Guide to Peaceful Living. So welcome, Martin. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Greg. I'm delighted to be here. Yeah, it's my pleasure. So the way I like to start these is just to get a sense for what's first sparked your interest in coaching. Oh, I mean, I've been coaching for many years as a sort of um, something on the side, you know, that I do. And it's still really something that I do part time. Um, I'm not a full time coach for a variety of reasons. Um, but I've, I've been in this conversation for somewhere around 20 years. Wow. If not longer. I used to coach specifically around weight loss and um, just people that wanted to achieve their goals. And then um, I came across something called Three Principles, which you're aware of, mm-hmm. which my life literally overnight. Um, and from that moment on, I only ever coached from that perspective. Um, and it completely turned everything on its head for me. Um, I saw things I hadn't seen before. I experienced things I hadn't experienced before. And I just wanted to share. I wanted to, to get that message out because I think it's really important. Some people are living life in a way that they don't want to, but unnecessarily. And as you've, you know, as you mentioned in, in your very kind build-up, I mean, it can sometimes be a very, very short conversation where we didn't need to dig into your past. We didn't need to talk about anything specifically traumatic. But I, all I done was open up a space for you to have an insight. Mm. And you saw something fresh and new, which changed everything for you. So that, to me, is the power of coaching. And that's why, that's why I love it. That's what I get out of it, um, because it gives it gives people the chance to see something new and as a coach we're not here to tell you anything we're just here to facilitate your own inner wisdom saying hey i'm here Hmm. um why don't we think about this differently and it's just it's awesome i love it (laughs) awesome is the the right word for it that's for sure um yeah it's, it's I just finished listening to The Enlightened Gardener on uh, audiobook yeah. the last couple yeah. days. And uh, I don't know, it was uh, kind of mind-blowing too, because now I think if I listened to that, you know, three or four months ago before I'd been through some of these coaching experiences I've had, it wouldn't have hit me the same way as, uh, as it did now. So it's, uh, but everything you just said about the role of the coach because I think that that's a big part of what I'm trying to communicate to to my audience is that people's perception of what the coach is supposed to do is actually much different when you're coaching from this perspective than what they they think. Yeah. When you get all different types of coaches, so you can get a business coach, you can get um, a health coach, 
Um, so there's all there's all different types you can get. Um, from a the perspective that we come from, it really is unique, and I'm bringing it into a community that have never had it before. Mm. So I'm bringing it into social care, and people are starting to really stand up and take notice. Last night, for example, I was um, on a um, a video presentation with quite a well-known guy in this field, and he's he's doing interviews with authors all um, and and putting them out all next week. And I just used a couple of very, very quick examples, and it completely blew his mind. Mm. And it was something that I would consider quite ordinary. Right. You know, and yeah, probably you might do now, but we forget that for other people, that's not ordinary. You know, so, I mean, one of the examples I said to him was you're walking down the road with, with a friend, and your friend has a real bad fear of dogs. A dog comes out, your friend runs off, and you go up and stroke the dog. And I said to him, how is that possible? If the feeling's coming from the dog, how can it be possible that you're both having a different experience? Mm. And it really stopped him in his tracks and made him think. And it was like dead air. And it was like tumbleweed blowing across. He was like, oh, my God, I've never thought about it like that. Yeah. You know, so it's just... Allowing people to see something, something different, pointing in that direction and saying, have a look over there. As Bruce, Bruce Wayne said, he said, if I'm pointing at the moon, don't look at the end of my finger. Yeah. And that's what, yeah, that's what we often do. We, you know, we interrogate the end of the finger and we, we forget the majesty of the moon. Yeah. And what this perspective does is say, have a look at the moon, because that's pretty awesome. Yeah. It is awesome. Um, you mentioned working with care homes and things. Maybe tell us a little bit about how that's playing out, whether it's, uh, you know, obviously you're, you're working in your day job in those areas. So I can imagine that you're bringing your coaching into, into that as well as doing coaching on the side. I'm curious about yeah. that a little bit. Well, I, I have a sort of a dream about that. Um, but at the moment I work full time. Um, I like to have, um, a regular set income because that's something I've always done. Um, and I have normally between three and four coaching clients a week. So they could be a variety of owners, senior managers, um, care home managers, or even a care home manager that I've been asked to coach on behalf of the owner or the provider. Because mm. they have a tough time and they're saying, can you just help that person through? because it's, it's a really stressful business. And when a, when a home starts to get rocky and a manager leaves, it makes matters a whole lot worse. So rather than just get rid of the manager and try and get a new one in, if we can keep this one and teach them something new and teach them skills and techniques and a different way to see the world, then actually, it saves money, it saves reputation, it saves time, and it makes the person that I'm coaching see things differently and be able to react to life differently. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, in, I'm enjoying a little bit of both at the moment. So I'm, in, I'm enjoying the regular income of full-time work, um, and I'm also allowed to play in my, in my spare time. Mm-hmm. I think it's important that 
you know, as coaches, we, we see it as, as a playful experience and then see what comes of it from, from there. Right. Yeah, I found the, I'm increasingly finding it difficult to separate kind of, I don't know, co- coaching or even just three principles thinking versus mm-hmm. the way I would have typically approached solving things. So I, I work with, uh, you know, leaders and managers in business settings. So in corporations and things and, mm-hmm. uh, and in retail settings. And normally when I'd be giving them kind of like the traditional leadership tips, or you should, you know, do this or that kind of tactical solutions. Um, I find the deeper I get into the three principles, the less relevant I find a lot of those old methods and techniques are becoming And that it's, you know, I, I always think of the metaphor of, you know, you're just chopping at the leaves instead of getting to the root. And, uh, and, and that's, so I, as much as I try, I, I try to kind of separate those two things I'm finding for myself personally, the last month or so, as I'm getting more grounded in, in the three principles, more difficult to, uh, to not go there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. And that, that'll get, that, that'll just become more and more natural. Yeah. Um, yeah. What I've found is that as I'm getting more experience and as I'm growing more as a coach, that I'm actually doing less. And what I mean by that is I am, creating a space for my client to be able to sit in and see things anew. And rather than filling that space with stuff that I want to fill it with, I let them fill it with stuff that they want to fill it with and see what, see what they can see. And it's much more powerful than what I used to do was sit someone in front of me and then coach them to within an inch of their life, mm. you know, and then think, well, why, can't, why aren't my clients coming back? You know, why, why? because I was just trying to tell him everything that I knew as quickly as possible. Yeah. It wasn't helpful. Um, it was too much. It was too quick. So now I slow right down. I let them see for themselves. And they have a powerful, profound conversation and experience. And that's what I, what I want. When I, when I sit down with a client now, I want them to have an insightful, profound, and amazing experience. So then they go and tell their client, their, their friends, and say, you need to speak to this guy. He is yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can second that for sure. Maybe you can share an example with us. I mean, I shared my own example with you, but of, you know, without getting into too many specifics, I guess, of, of a, a, somebody you've helped and kind of um, the transformation you helped them see. And what that yeah. meant for them. So um, I had um, a senior operations manager come to me. Now, it happened to be in care, but it doesn't have to be in care. It could mm. be anywhere. And they were saying that they didn't want to go for promotion because they didn't feel worthy. Mm. Um, they were very wary about going to in for meetings because, um, and they would really prepare a lot, lot beforehand, over-prepare for a meeting for any mm. eventuality. Um, and that um, they, they, were, they were working to work well into the night and it was affecting their social life. After 12 weeks, we were sat in front of a completely different person. Mm. Completely different. Now, that's not the caveat I put on people. 
I, when I tell people this is, this is not a case of how great I am. Mm-hmm. This is how great you, you know, how great my client is. So I, I saw that I allowed her to see that taking all her work home in the evening wasn't useful for her. It wasn't serving her well. And in fact, she didn't need to do it. No matter how hard she tried to justify it, she didn't need to do it. Um, she, she grew in confidence, so much so that even her, her line manager said, what the hell's happened to you? <laughs> and she said, you seem to have grown a backbone, yeah. which, is, which was nice, but not a horrible backbone. When one way she, she will actually stand up for herself, but not, doesn't have to you know, be nasty to other, other people. Yeah. But I think the biggest revelation to her is something that I told her enough in her first meeting, which she didn't quite believe. And I said to her, what you will find is that when you change, people around you will automatically change how they are towards you. Mm. Won't even realise that you've done anything. And at the end, she said, that is exactly what's happened. I haven't done anything to facilitate that change. I'm just seeing things differently. And now people are reacting differently too. Mm. And I think that's just a miracle. I think that's beautiful, that you don't have to do anything and people will automatically change their way towards you. And I, I think of it quite as a quite scientific. I mean, Einstein used to call it um, in, the law of entanglement, uh, spooky action at a distance. Um, so if you if you change, something connected to you has to change. And of course, we are all connected. Mm. So it has to change. It's, it's scientific law. Mm-hmm. So I'm absolutely certain that was going to happen. And that is what happened. It's a great reminder of the uh, the inside out nature of life. Yeah, yeah, and I had I had another client who came to me for confidence, and um, he said, you know, I, I really had confidence. Said, well, well, how how do you know? And he said, well, um, I feel really nervous, you know, when I go in, you know, when I have to speak in front of people. I said, is that all the time? And he said. Well, not all the time. I speak in front of a staff group. If I have to speak to a group of strangers, then I feel really nervous. And I said, well, how do you know that that's a lack of confidence then? How do you know? Because that, to me, seems like it, lack of confidence. Those butterflies in the stomach could be excitement mm. as, well as, um, as well as fear. They feel very similar. And he's, he had a, suddenly at that moment, he had a big insight and realisation that it wasn't lack of confidence at all. It was just a natural feeling that we get when we're going to speak in front of people that we don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just those natural sort of last minute nerves. And he realized he didn't have a lack, lack of confidence at all. And it just went, it went away straight away. Amazing. So, that set, I mean, we, he booked up for 12 and we were done by, by week two, we were done really. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, you know, we obviously went on to other, other subjects. Yeah. What he came to me for was finished within two weeks. Yeah. It's amazing how simple it can be sometimes. Yeah, we overcomplicate everything. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Um, if there was one thing that you would want people to know, what would that be? One thing I want people to know is that is not to believe their own thoughts. You know, not to, you know, don't believe the stuff that's going around in your head because we think it's us. 
Mm. And because we think it's us, we think we have to act on it because it's our thought and none of that's true. None of that's true. It's just stuff that comes into our head. We're the observer. We're the observer of the thoughts. We're not the person generating the thoughts. Mm. Big difference. And when we see, you know, we can really start to see something different. Mm. Powerful. I'm really curious about your book because, I mean, a lot of us have this kind of inkling in the back of our head somewhere that one day I might write a book and here, here you are having done it and it's been out on the, in the world, I guess, for a few months now. I'm just curious how, how that whole experience was writing it and then, and now launching it and having it to, to talk to. I have a copy here, but it's probably back to front. Is it? No, it looks right on mine. Is it? Okay. Yeah. The, the overwhelm manager. Um, it sort of started because I was in a group for other social care professionals and I just put up a poll saying, uh, to people, you know, how many people are feeling overwhelmed because it's really stressful at the moment? Who else is feeling it? And I thought I might get 20 or 30 responses. But about three days later, I'd had over 400 responses. Wow. And um, probably over half of them were saying they were completely overwhelmed. Uh, a lot of them were saying it was affecting their, their, their home life, their relationships. 10% were taking medication because of how they were feeling. And I was thinking, wow, it's almost like I've got I've got a cure. I've got a magic pill that I can give to people. Mm. I can help these people. So I started writing blogs, just little one-page blogs. And um, they went down really well. They loved them. They were lacking. So one day, just out of the blue, I said, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm writing this book, The Overwhelmed Manager. Who would be interested? And just everybody going, yeah, me, 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 me. So I started a, I started, um, a, a mailing list. And within a, you know, a few weeks... I'd had um, I think about 200 people on the mailing list. And then I started a Facebook group for the Overwell Manager. And I put it up there. And within an hour, I had about 30 people on there. And now, six months later, I've got nearly 900. Wow. Um, all people who want who are feeling, feeling the same. Now, they haven't all bought copies of the book. But um, it doesn't stop me serving that community as best I can. Mm-hmm. So the thought behind the book was I just need, I want to be able to help people um, and help them see something differently. So in the book is just you know, stories, metaphors, different ways of seeing things, a little bit about how stress works, a little bit about how you can manage your time better. So there's some practical management stuff in there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, psychological emotional practical and some scientific stuff mm. in there as well and the response i've been getting has been phenomenal it's been the feedback has been fantastic so i'm just actually rewriting it and i'm about to launch it again they were just sent it away to the printer today as um the, the overwhelm manager but for a more generic audience right so i've tweaked it a bit i've added some sections in taken a couple out so I'm, re- I'm relaunching it as the overwhelm manager, what to do when you don't know what to do. Mm, and um, that's going to be out probably in about four weeks' time. Yeah. Um, and, of course, on the back of that, you know, some people, you know, reach out and say, can you, can you help me? And I try and help them wherever I can. So what people don't realise is that coaches, actually a lot of them are, 
you know, 99% of them are very giving. Mm. They will help you out. They will, you know, they will give you a, a, a free session, for example. They will give you a coaching experience. Um, and then if you want to carry on with that, you can do, but there's not much pressure. Or just, you know, with me, there's no pressure. Yeah. Yeah. I want to give you an experience so much, so powerful that you go, oh my God, I've got to have some more of this. Yeah. And then we roll on, on a journey together. So yeah, the idea behind the book was to was to help as many people who were struggling um, as quickly as possible. So I was getting up at five o'clock in the morning and knocking out a couple of chapters wow. uh, before going to work. Um, but it just sort of like flowed out. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm I'm pretty proud of it actually. Yeah, and you should yeah. be. You should be. One thing I like about it is that uh, it's not just a book you read and then put on the shelf, right? Like it's 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 kind of a handbook. It's interactive. You're, you're scoring and rating yeah, yeah. where you yeah, are. It's like it's, 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 uh, it's like a living, breathing tool that you can use yeah. in your life. Yeah. Cause I encourage you to, to uh, rank how you're feeling as you go through the book at different, different stages. Yeah. Um, and as you learn more and as you read more, and I, I wrote it specifically so you could read one bit and then put it down because you may have to think about that for a while. And in some of those, some of those chapters, I say, no, right now put the book down and don't come back to it for a couple of days because you're going to need to let that settle down for a bit. Yeah. I've just told you it's something really powerful and can change your life if you if you see it. Yeah, I love that Jamie's term is you, you need to go away and cook for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, go and stew for a bit. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Well, that's, I'm so happy that uh, you're having so so much success with it uh, and helping so many people. That's amazing. Thank you, Greg. Thank you. So if people want to learn more about the Overwhelmed Manager or Martin Dawes or get in touch with you, what's the best way for them to, to look you up? Um, you can go to – the easiest way really is to go to my website, which is martindawes.co.uk, and that's M-A-R-T-Y-N-D-A-W-E-S martindawes.co.uk and on there I've got videos I've got lots of blogs I've got articles and things all free you can go on there have a look around you can buy the pdf as a, as a very quick download from there it's got a link to a kindle book or you can order the, P, the paperback version and I um, and I send it out awesome well thank you so much for doing this and it was so great thank to catch up with you it's been right. great talking to you 